Today's Vet Girl podcast is brought to you by Zoetis, the leading animal health company dedicated to supporting its customers and their businesses. Building on more than 65 years of experience in animal health, Zoetis discovers, develops, manufactures, and commercializes medicines, vaccines, and diagnostic products, which are complemented by biodevices, genetic tests, and a range of services. For more information, visit www.zoetis.com. Hi, welcome to today's Vet Girl podcast, where we are interviewing Dr. Michelle Rosenbaum. She is a board-certified veterinary dermatologist who works for Zoetis and is a medical lead for dermatology. Dr. Rosenbaum, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. I love talking about dermatology anytime. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. So our audience knows who you are. I was wondering if you could give us a little bit of background about who you are, where you trained, and what you do now. So um, I always loved dermatology. My own dog had pretty severe allergies, so I always knew in vet school that I was going to specialize in dermatology. But I did go out in general practice in New Jersey in Rutherford for about three or four years just to kind of get in the real world and, and see what that's like. And then I went back to University of Pennsylvania where I did my training um, and did a dermatology residency um, for three years and then stayed on and taught there for about four more years. Uh, and then left and went to the Great White North, where I am now in Rochester, New York, and um, started a multi-specialty dermatology practice and worked there for about nine years before joining Zoetis. So I've kind of um, had a very varied background, but I'm really enjoying myself now. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, as a fellow Jersey girl, I love that uh, you practice in Jersey. And my own dog also has seasonal allergies or atopy. So I always love talking to dermatologists for free advice. I did want to say now that allergy season is here, what should general practitioners and our veterinary colleagues be looking for that might indicate early signs of allergic skin disease when we're doing our routine wellness exams on dogs? So we're certainly seeing a lot of itchy dogs now, um, but even dogs coming in for wellness exams, we really need to make sure that we're doing a thorough exam of their skin and ears to really look for signs of allergy or infection that the owners might not even pick up on. And we need to ask the pet owner about any signs of itch. So not just scratching, but also rubbing and licking and chewing excessively. And that really might indicate that there's allergic dermatitis. And sometimes early signs of allergy are redness and hair thinning on the inner aspect of the pinna. Um, sometimes around the eyes or on the chin from face rubbing and in between the toes from licking. And it's really important to check the fold areas for moist dermatitis, um, check under the neck, in the armpits, the inner thighs, um, under the tail. And then, of course, we want to do a really thorough flea combing and make sure that we don't have those little critters um, coming and causing more problems. And so important to do that in front of the pet owner because otherwise they would never believe us, right? Yep, that's so true. They always blame that we planted it on them. <laughs> Flea Nile. Exactly. Now, the seasonal allergy cases can definitely be challenging, and I can say that since my own dog has it. How can a practice create a team approach to having more success with their dermatology cases? So that's a great question, and derm really is a team specialty, and everyone from the front office staff to your technicians uh, to the veterinarians really all need to be on board and consistent with the practice's approach to these cases. And this really ensures the best outcome for the patient and the pet owner. And, you know, some examples might include having the front office staff make appointments for owners um, that are calling for advice about their itchy dog. And we know sometimes um, trying to be helpful, they'll just kind of offer a phone fix like, oh, get some antihistamines at the drugstore or pick up an oatmeal bath from the local pet store. And, and those just don't really help. So it's, it's much better if we stress the importance of actually 
scheduling a medical progress re-exam um, before the pet owner leaves and that we don't just give phone fixes and try to really make those appointments when pet owners call. Now you asked us interesting question. A lot of people will just routinely say, oh, we'll start some antihistamines. What is the evidence? Do antihistamines actually work when it comes to atopy? So we know that through studies that have been done that antihistamines really don't help most of the dogs that have allergic itch. And that's because they're really not made for dogs with itch. They're made for people with upper respiratory allergies. And we know that histamine, which antihistamines work on, is not a really important mediator, that it's more the uh, pro-allergic and pro-inflammatory cytokines like IL-31 that are really involved um, in allergic skin disease in dogs. And antihistamines, they just don't work um, on that pathway. I only ask that because as part of my history taking when I'm in the emergency room, I'm always shocked how many dogs on, are on antihistamines. And in my head, I'm like, huh, that's weird. We see so many dogs on them, but honestly, I haven't seen it clinically work very well. So very, yeah. very good info to know. So, you know, we can train our technicians as well. Um, they can help perform and interpret basic dermatology diagnostics like skin cytology. Um, they can show owners how to clean ears, how to bathe their pets and go over medications. And, you know, when you do this and you take a little bit of time to do that training, um, this really frees you up as a veterinarian to spend most of the visit educating the pet owner about allergies and skin disease and really partnering with them on the mutually best treatment plan for that individual pet and their owner. Because it's not a cookbook. Everybody needs an individual plan. I'm going to reiterate that. In the emergency room, as an emergency critical care specialist, I honestly rarely do skin cytology or ear cytology. And thankfully, the A team of veterinary technicians that I work with, they'll be like, do you want me to do the cytology? I'm like, yes, please. And if you could look at it and type up the results, that'd be fantastic. So really important that we utilize our whole veterinary team when it comes to skin disease and also when it comes to communication with our pet owner, because these are going to be chronic cases. So what can we do as a whole veterinary team to best approach it in terms of client communication with a pet owner with these long-term cases? So if everyone is really consistent with their messaging and their basic approach to these cases, it's so much easier for the pet owner to understand and follow the plan than if someone, one person's telling them something else or and the next time they come in, it's a completely different plan. Um, so Zoetis in partnership with practice teams, so veterinarians, practice managers, receptionists, and technicians have created a team approach to dermatology. Um, and this is a really cool approach um, because it also includes a dermatology diagnostic CE course for technicians. And you can get to these resources really easily at scienceofstrongerbonds.com, and that's all one word. And when you go there, you'll see that there's a whole bunch of links to different resources uh, to help your whole team. And we've kind of called it dermatological. Um, and so it's kind of a funny name, but it really makes it really easy to get everyone on board. Great. Now, I know that um, a lot of veterinarians that I work with have had great success with managing their allergic patients with Apical and Cytopoint. And was wondering if you could tell us a bit more uh, when it comes to Cytopoint. I know there's been an expanded label claim that you recently wrote about in one of our Vecral blogs. Can you give us some more information on that? Sure. Um, and last spring, the USDA approved an expanded label for Cytopoint, and that includes um, allergic dermatitis, so not just atopic dermatitis. So you can use it in even more itchy allergic dogs, um, so those with flea allergy, food allergy, and contact allergy. 
So Dr. Rosenbaum, what is some of the evidence or the research studies that are out there that allow this expanded label for Cytopoint? So in addition to a laboratory dog study that showed that Cytopoint reduced the IL-31-induced itch for 28 days, so that's that main itch-causing cytokine that sends that itch signal from the skin to the brain, uh, further support of this allergic dermatitis claim came from an independent retrospective study of client-owned dogs with allergic and atopic dermatitis. And this was done at Colorado State University, and it was recently published in the Journal of Veterinary Dermatology. So treatment success in this study was defined as a greater than a two centimeter reduction in an owner completed zero to 10 centimeter paritis visual analog scale. So zero being normal paritis or no paritis, 10 centimeters being severe um, unrelenting paritis. So if they had at least a two centimeter reduction and that was considered a treatment success. So there were 135 dogs in the study, 80 of them as we would um, anticipate had atopic dermatitis. 10 of them had food allergy uh, and atopic dermatitis, and 45 had sort of allergic dermatitis of undetermined cause, like we see in practice, where you put them through a workup and you know they have allergies, but you just can't figure out exactly what they're allergic to. Uh, in this particular study, there weren't any flea allergic dogs because it was done in Colorado. They're such a lucky state. I don't think they realize how lucky they are <laughs> not to have to deal with that. All right, so how well did the Cytopoint work in these dogs? How successful was it? So close to 88% of the dogs were treatment successes. So this was really great to see. And the mean itch scores decreased from 6.5 before treatment to 1.5 um, after Cytopoint. And under 2 is considered sort of normal levels of itch. And an itch score reduction of greater than 50% was achieved in 77% of the dogs. And really interestingly for me, all 10 of the food allergic dogs responded to Cytopoint. And in the dogs where we couldn't figure out what kind of allergic dermatitis they had, what the cause was, 82% uh, of those were treatment successes. So the study authors concluded that Cytopoint at label doses was a fast, safe, and really effective therapy for the control of paritis in dogs with allergic dermatitis, so not just atopic dermatitis. All right. So I am not very good with dermatology, especially since I only see it in the ER. And most of the time I'm treating hot spots. Do you mind just giving me some background information? When do I reach for Apoquil versus Cytopoint? So we still recommend reaching for Apoquil sort of first line um, every time. And Apoquil's ability to start reducing allergic itch within four hours and to give excellent itch control in 24 hours makes it really ideal to use when you first see your patient, to give that pet um, and that owner much-needed relief. And its short half-life is another real advantage because it's out of the system in about 24 hours. So it really gives you the ability to stop and start treatment. And this makes it an, an ideal precision tool when you're doing a flea control trial or a food trial and really throughout the diagnostic workup. Okay, so that leads me to the next question. When do we actually reach for Cytopoint, and is it going to affect our diagnostic workup? So we do prefer Apoquil during the diagnostic workup just because you can stop and start it so much more easily to see if your fleet control is helping or your food trial is helping. Um, but you can use Cytopoint during the diagnostic process when you're faced with unique situations. So a dog that's under 12 months of age, one of those early onset um, dogs with allergic dermatitis, uh, owners who travel a lot, who have really busy schedules and just like me and just can't remember to give medication, um, a non-compliant owner, a difficult to pill dog, dogs that might have serious 
infections where we wouldn't want to really give an immune modulating agent. Remember, cytopoint is not considered um, immunosuppressive. Um, it's a natural treatment that mimics the dog's own natural immune system. It's an immune biologic treatment. So it's really different than the standard um, immune modulating agents. And you can also give it to owners when the task of giving multiple oral medications is just kind of overwhelming for the owner. So, but we just have to be careful because remember, it can last um, a variable duration from four to eight weeks. So it might be a little bit harder to really judge that patient's response to an elimination diet or flea control. So we need to extend the diagnostic trial beyond Cytopoint's known duration of efficacy of four to eight weeks. Right, thank once you. Once we diagnose atopic dermatitis, so we've gone through that process, we've ruled out all the other causes of itch, um, such as parasites, infection, and food allergy, then we kind of are left with a choice of a long-term anchor treatment. And it can be Aflaquel or Cytopoint, um, depending on the owner lifestyle and the needs of that individual patient. I can definitely attest to having that crazy lifestyle. I, During my year of maternity leave, I realized, I was talking to my husband, I was like, have we given my dog his heartworm medication? And we realized for a year we forgot to. So we all have really busy lives and sometimes we forget. Just like how we're really busy, a lot of our pet owners are really busy. So they do like Cytopoint because it's a single in-office injection that lasts four to eight weeks. And it makes it easier for them. It makes it easier for veterinary teams because it helps eliminate non-compliance. So how does Cytopoint affect the quality of life of dogs and their pet owners? So we know the quality of life of dogs um, and their owners is so important to consider when you're choosing a therapy. And Recently, Zoetis did a multi-center study of 68 dogs with paritis due to atopic dermatitis. And these dogs um, were treated with Cytopoint once a month for three treatments, and then they were re-examined um, once a month through day 90. And using a validated scoring questionnaire, investigators looked at owner and pet quality of life, and they also looked at owner treatment satisfaction. And the last thing the owners did was actually fill out a paritis visual analog score for their dog. Okay, so more importantly, what do we tell the owner? How soon is it going to kick in and work? So as soon as um, really day one, we're going to see a significant decrease in the dog's itch level with Cytopoint. Um, however, maximum response is usually by day two or three. In this study, um, as soon as day seven, the dog's itch scores had decreased by 57%. And this decrease in their pet's itch score was directly correlated to a more than doubling of the owner quality of life score um, within seven days. So when the dogs got better, the owner's lives got better. And this really shows how owner's quality of life gets so much better when their pets are less itchy. And I think we all can kind of relate to that. You know, I used to actually wonder why owners would come in at 2 a.m. through the emergency room and spend $700 for the exam fee, plus a clip and clean, plus treatment for a hot spot. And I must have had my karma come back to me because my own dog was really itchy, was um, jingling his collar while he was shaking yeah. and, you know, scratching at 2 a.m. I'm like, oh, my God, now I know. It's so annoying. So definitely yeah, or the slurp, one. slurp of licking the exactly. paws. Nobody's getting any sleep. Exactly. All right. So tell me what are some best practices for using Cytopoint in our itchy patients? So the first thing I would say is really make sure your patient has allergic dermatitis or atopic dermatitis as the cause of the itch and treat any known flare factors such as fleas, uh, secondary yeast or bacterial infections that might be there uh, because those are all going to make 
um, our treatments not work as well um, when they have those flare factors. And if the dog is really itchy and really red and inflamed, um, give Apoquil uh, in a pill pocket right in the exam room. And this can help to get the itch under control within four hours. And then follow that with your cytopoint injection to give that long-lasting relief. And I like to send the pet owner home with five to seven days of Apoquil to use um, in case they're late coming back for the next injection and the dog starts to get itchy at home again and maybe it's a holiday like we have coming up and uh, they can't get in to see their veterinarian. And so that, that really helps, I think. I can definitely attest they don't refill their medication until they have zero pills left. <laughs> so yep. yes, I would agree with that. All right. So we already talked about this a little bit before. When we do give that cytopoint injection in terms of when we're going to discuss with the owner when we're going to start to see itch relief, when do we start to see a decrease in skin lesions? So cytopoint starts to reduce the itch again within 24 hours. Um, with a maximum response after two or three days, and it lasts for four to eight weeks, depending on the dog. But in our efficacy studies, the skin lesions um, were significantly better by day seven. So that's important to set that expectation with pet owners that they should expect the itching to be um, much better within you know, a day or two, and the redness on the skin should be better after a week. All right. So what about follow-up? What do we tell our pet owners in terms of when we need to see them again, uh, when, he, when we need to make a follow-up appointment for them and how they go about doing that or how often they need follow-up skin scrapes or blood work? What, what other things should we be discussing with our pet owners? So that uh, would really be up to the individual clinician and their patient um, to develop that protocol. But some practitioners tell the owners to call when the dog you know, first starts to get a little bit itchy again. Um, and to bring them in for another injection right then and there. Um, other people want to see them back in four weeks, no matter what, for a progress exam and sort of decide then if they'll give another injection, depending on how the pet can, is doing. And what we found is that Cytopoint can have a really stable duration of activity in some dogs with, with non-seasonal disease like dust mite allergies. Um, in other dogs that really have more seasonal allergies, it'll last longer during the off-season. Um, like in the winter, and then last for a shorter time during peak allergy season. And we have something called cytopointments, so that's kind of catchy. Um, and that's another project that Zoetis developed to help practices and pet owners, and it, it sends out emails or texts to remind pet owners to come in for their next cytopoint injection. And again, you can find out more about that on scienceofstrongerbonds.com under resources. So hopefully that'll help people remember to come in for their site appointment injection. I love it. Site appointments. I hate getting extra texts, but I have to admit when it comes to the dentist or doctor's appointments or things like that, I actually do find texting really important because I'm going to see it right away. All right. Yeah, our mm -hmm. dentists really have that under, they know how to do that. I get texts all the time from my I dentist know. and, and I it know. helps you. Absolutely. Now you talked about seasonal flares. What about dogs with seasonal flares or their allergies? Can site appointment be used in these cases? Yeah, that's a great way to use Cytopoint. Um, you can give Cytopoint proactively um, two to four weeks before you know their dog's allergies typically really get worse uh, to prevent that big seasonal flare. And then you can continue it throughout their allergy season. And if the pet is traveling to where they might be exposed to fleas or high pollen levels or they're going to be boarded is kind of a big one where dogs get really stressed out and, and have a flare, um, then Cytopoint can be given before these times as well. All right. So with seasonal flares, what if you have a dog that's already on Apoquil? Can you use Cytopoint concurrently or are there any contraindications for using the two together? 
nope, there's no contraindications. You can definitely use the two together. Um, Cytopoint can be used in cases of flares in a dog that has otherwise been well controlled by Apoquil, um, but maybe their pollen levels are spiking and they just need a little bit of help, um, and vice versa. So a dog who's getting Cytopoint regularly, they can add um, a few Apoquil treatments um, for the days where, where their allergies um, are bad because of seasonal flares. And one can really be layered on top of the other um, to provide more control of the itch and inflammation. And so that's really nice to have that flexibility. Okay. And any other situations where we would consider its use? So I would think, you know, Cytopoint is really great when you have a flea allergic dog or a food allergic dog and they sort of fall off the wagon. So they, they went and they stopped their flea control and they went to doggy daycare. They went to the dog park and the dog got fleas or the food allergic dog, you know, got taken care of by a pet sitter who gave them some treats. And we need to kind of get them back under control um, with sustained treatment. So that's really a great way to use Cite a point while you're getting them back on their restricted diet or their regular flea control. All right. And any final tips that you want to leave with us when it comes to managing these itchy allergic dogs this summer? So when treating the itchy allergic dog, you want to really always provide itch relief first to help the pet and their owner. That's what they're coming to you for. That's what's keeping them up at night. And that's what's going to help maintain their special bond and improve their quality of life and, and also bond them to you um, and the practice. And when you choose the treatment, um, really think about what best fits the pet owner and the dog's preferences and their lifestyle. And make sure that we really are embracing that all-important, streamlined diagnostic workup to really look for the cause of the patient's itch and, and try to find that because that's what's going to give us the best chance of long-term control. And of course, the goal is for all of our allergic patients um, and our pet owners to have a fun and itch-free summer. I agree. Life is short. Don't spend it itching. Thank you so much, Dr. Rosenbaum. We really appreciate you taking the time to help learn us on seasonal allergies, something we see all the time, and how we can effectively communicate with our team and work with our team to make sure that we have good compliance for our pet owners to help improve the quality of life in our itchy dogs. Thank you so much. Thanks. My pleasure. I always love talking about allergies and skin. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you.